Hi everyone, my name is Missy Owete. Welcome to season three of the Money Matters with Missy podcast. This season, we're going to be looking at things differently. We're going to go topical, so we're going to pick a topic and we're going to discuss that topic. Of course, it will be split into different episodes until we've exhausted or dealt with the topic. Also, I'm going to be giving you things that you should consider on your to-do list based on the book if God wrote my to-do list. So we'll look at one item every week to help us stay, stay focused on our goals. I hope you enjoy this. Listen, subscribe, share, like. So on our to-do list this week, we have clear the clutter. Clear the clutter. Um, I'm sure a lot of you have heard the saying, cleanliness is next to godliness. Well, it definitely is not in the Bible. However, that doesn't mean that it is not a good idea. Um, when spring comes, we hear the term oh, spring cleaning meaning that you know people clear out stuff um, for some people it's just putting away the winter clothes getting ready for summer for other people it's like clearing out wardrobes closets you know giving the house a very good clean opening up the windows and doors and all of that and for some others you know it's just you know um going through you know the process of planning what summer's going to be like you know especially when the kids are grown and have gone but i think what is more important is not just doing the things you know that we would normally do i think it's more about um our, our hearts and our mind you know our, our, our spiritual more of our spiritual life you know clearing out our spiritual, emotional, and mental space, you know, getting ourselves, you know, to the place where we're able to figure out what, what our life is all about, finding out what our values are. When I ask people, what's your value? You know, what do you value? What's important? What's important to you? They don't know the answer. It's like they just draw a blank. And that's because their mind is full of so many things there isn't clarity. So clear the clutter helps you identify what is important to you, what is valuable to you, you know, and sometimes this is reflected even in the space in which we occupy. If you, if you live in a clutter-free space, chances are your mind, you know, your emotions, your mental space is clear. Um, and so I would say keep the good stuff, get rid of the bad stuff, bad habits, you know, bad memories, get rid of them and keep the good stuff, clear the clutter of your mind. Hi everyone. Um, yeah, so we've been talking about investing in commodities, specifically um, investing in, in gold and silver. 
um, we've looked at um, things to consider, whether buying coins or buying bars, whether buying, you know, why you're buying, um, where to store, where to buy, um, and things like that. And um, we also looked at, you know, you know, dealers that sell, you know, being careful, you know, looking at all the various places where you could buy, which could include auctions, um, go the gum trees and the Ebays, you know, online sh shops and all of that. So we've, we've looked at all the things, you know, to consider before investing. Um, but the, 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 the question we haven't really answered is, um, um, whether or not it's you know how do you know whether the price you're paying for your commodity is a good price whether the gold or the silver is a good deal so to speak you know when you want to buy property for example um you you know you search by location because obviously there's a place you want to buy from you search by location um, and then what you want to buy, so whether it's a house or a flat, a two-bed or a three-bed, um, with a garden, da-da-da-da-da. And all of those factors would determine the price of the property within that area. And, you know, when you put in your search results, I'm sorry, your search filter, you put in all the criteria. Usually you have a budget. And you can easily tell, you know, when the search result comes out, whether you're, whether um, the property you're interested in is, is a good deal or not. And you find out if the price of a property is cheap, um, there usually is a reason why that is so. So if it's, if it's cheaper than average, there usually is a reason. And when you go view the property, you can easily tell, oh yeah, this is why this property is being sold at all or why it's being sold at that price or why it's cheaper and if it's really expensive you can tell why with gold and silver um depending on where you're buying you might not be able to tell that um quickly so i don't think there's a comparison site for gold and silver if you're buying physical gold and silver um, if you're buying um, um, electronic gold and so the EFTs or the paper, of course, those are like advertised like any other share on the on the market. So they advertise at a particular at a uh, at a particular price, and depending on the activity in the economy or even in the market, it will determine the price. And so you can set a price to buy. So if you're doing the paper um, investment, so you're investing in the shares of a company or you're doing the options or the futures, um, really, you, you do your homework, you determine what price you want to buy at and the price that you want to sell. But when it comes to physical gold, you don't really have, um, I don't want to say the price is not set because the price is set um so the price is is set so um like if you go to a uh, website gold.com or gold.org um and even most dealers would advertise the 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 price you know the price of of uh, uh, of 
of gold on the open market so that's the the price that um whatever you're buying is worth so they, they advertise all the gold the silver palladium platinum whatever it is you're buying it, it comes up and it changes I, I think every minute or every, every i don't know whether it's seconds i think it's every minute so you you see it will just flicker and the price changes and it kind of like shows the volatility you know in the price so sometimes this, the the change in price is quite you know it's quite volatile you know you can drop 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 and then pick up you know based on the demand based on the number of people buying and selling at that particular time and usually um the for a lot of the dealers the price is linked to that price so it's not the price that you find on gold.com that you're going to buy at the price that you're going to buy at is different so the buy the price that is advertised on websites like gold.com gold.org which even most dealers would put you know it's usually at the top right hand corner of their website usually not always but it's somewhere there on their home page you see the price it's called the gold spot price it's, that's what's called it's called the gold spot price and so that is the price that you know the the most um based on the the market activity that's the at that particular point in time that's how much the price is uh the price of the, the commodity you're buying however that's not the price that you pay that's not usually the price that you pay for that commodity the price that you pay for that commodity has a premium on it okay and so when you're buying um you're buying at whatever the spot price plus the premium that the dealer that you're buying from has chosen and the reality of it is the industry standard is very very similar there isn't too much of a difference um, between the premiums that they charge so it's not like somebody will charge one percent and another person is charging 15 percent usually it's under five percent you know and it's um typically around two percent you know and so whatever the price is the the spot price is each dealer would peg their own premium at that price and when they give you the buyback option usually it's that premium and so what we say to people is when you're buying if you find reputable dealers when you're buying what you what you should be comparing really is that spot price so some of them might you know in order to maybe they're doing offers or sale or whatever they might slightly reduce um their premium just to be able to you know get the market but typically it's usually around about the same the same price so um talking about premiums um the diff so I, i'm not sure if you are aware of the different classes of gold or different carat gold so we have the 24 carat gold which is the prs it's pure 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 i think it's it's got very little um um other metal in it very little and then you have the 22 carat um gold um so gold like i said previously is, is a soft metal when you touch it it's not like it's going to go squishy 
but with a bit of heat and pressure it, it bends you know and that's why um things like 24 uh 22 character are not usually very good in 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 jewelry and where they're used in jewelry they don't you find out that they don't normally have um gems gemstones so it's, it's probably just that and the design is such that um it can withstand um yeah it can withstand you know the thing so they, the way they're designed is such that it's quite delicate so when you're handling it you you handle it with care because you before you know you could have bent it and that's why they don't usually use those type of um, metals in jewelry and then you have the 18 karat gold which is the most popular um, um, form of you know gold so 18 karat has um, more um, metals like you know silver copper um, and all sorts you know well not all sorts but particular type of metals in them to make it a bit more sturdy and that's what they use for things like necklaces and, and bangles and rings because they hold form more and um, they're more durable they can hold um, um, gemstones you know you can shape them in such a way that they can hold gemstones and you know they're not as soft as um 24 22 karat and then you you have the 14 karat as well so there's some you can get 14 karat use 14 karat for jewelry as well but of course 18 karat is you know is a better quality and then you come down to the the 10 9 karat um gold category so i live in the uk so in the uk nine characters an alternative to the 18 character but you find the color of the of the nine characters slightly um lighter you know it's not as um deep as 18 character and the reason being that there's more metal added so anything from 18 downwards you can use for jewelry because you add other metals, other metals into the mix of it. And so it is able to hold its form a lot better, you know, but of course the eight, 18 character is more valuable than the nine character. And the reason why it's cheaper, obviously again, is the premium, you know, the premium. So because they're using less of less pure gold, the premium they can command a higher premium on it you understand so they make more money from it um yeah so you you, you need to bear that in mind when you're paying the price of your of when you're paying um for the gold or you're researching the price of the gold and how much it is that you need to um invest you know put into your gold and silver and like we always say be very very careful be very very careful where you're buying from you know um especially if you're investing a lot of money be careful and um talking about that as well even when you want to buy things like coins um coins are the smaller bullions rather than the big bars um again you need to be careful you know because there some some of these dealers will price the um the, the commemorative um, um, gold coin higher than the real thing 
because of the sentimental value and because obviously there's a limited there's a limited amount of them produced so they become more of a collector's item so one of the things that you also need to consider in investing in 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 gold and silver is you you you, you might not just be for the fact that it's gold and silver it might be that it could have you know um uh, uh, uh sentimental value you know so maybe um gold that were um pre uh, made when the king was coronated for example how many years now um ago of course it's gonna as we go on in years they're going to become more and more and more and more and more valuable and there's going to be fewer and fewer of course they only printed a certain amount they're never going to increase so those ones would increase in value but the value of those ones are not directly even though the the, the gold element of it would um account for the price but the value of it is more of a fact that it's a limited edition and is tied to an activity or an event compared with just buying the pure um, gold you understand and so that's why you know when you're buying those are things that you also need to you need to consider whether you just want to invest no sentiment invest just for monetary value or you want to invest in in um, collectibles you know investing in collectibles are legitimate investment but they are not investment for you know someone who's just starting out in investing someone who um, you have limited resources um to invest you know unless that's what you, you know that's your investment goal you understand but yeah there's nothing wrong with those so when it comes to investing in coins i would advocate that you buy the the coins the, that are called or recognized as legal tender within your country or within your region so like in the united in united kingdom for example we have the britannia and the sovereign they are legal tender in the in the uk um they don't attract um value added tax vat or capital gains tax cgt because of the fact that they are legal tenders both the gold and the silver so if you're if you're looking at investing in gold and silver, for example, I would want to suggest that those would be better um, coins to go for. Alternatively, you can then go for the bars, you know, the small wafers and the smaller bars, the the 500 gram bars, one kilo bars, and all of that. You could go for those ones. But if you're you're looking at really small investments, maybe under a thousand pounds or stuff then I would want to suggest. Now, to diversify your portfolio, you can look at other um, currencies. So you could look at the American Eagle, for example, or you can look at the Canadian Maple or the South African Cougarand. So you, you might want to invest in those ones as well. But those ones would definitely attract VAT and sometimes, not all of them, some of them attract VAT as well so um that's tax element to them but the reason you might want to invest in those is that if you look at the price range between them and it covers the vat that you potentially will be paying you know or maybe the the dealer who's storing your commodity for you is not within the uk 
then you can look to invest in all those other commodities as well. So if they if, if they're storing your your gold outside the UK, maybe somewhere in Europe, you know, you might want to look at um, you might want to look at one um, that is acceptable within Europe, you know, so that um, uh, when when it comes to disposing it, it doesn't become difficult to dispose when you want to sell them off you understand if they're being held in 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 the states for example then you want to consider the the eagle maybe in canada you want to consider the maple you know so just you need to consider those factors when you're deciding what come. but if, you, if you're based in the uk and you're storing the uk then i want to suggest look at the uk coins and gold because they're better um investments you know when it not that they're better investment, but because you're getting rid of the added cost of um, um, value added tax and or capital gains tax, then you know it works out better, so to speak. You know, and then yeah, so uh, yeah, so we, we, that really is when it comes to the price of of those. Those are things that you need to. Um, consider so the next question that I, I get asked is which one is better gold or silver should I be putting my money in gold should I be putting my money in silver and you know if you speak to the average financial advisor someone that invests in in um, commodities generally they'll tell you gold is a better um, investment um, for one of a few for one of a, a, a few reasons one is that gold has um, a much larger liquid market um, and of course it's a very a lot of people use gold to hedge their investments so um, gold works as a hedge against other investment business so if the economy is doing not great that you can be sure gold is doing better if property is not doing so well you can be sure gold is doing better so it acts as a hedge you know against other investment options and so um they'll tell you gold you know is a better investment and comparing gold and silver um, the price of gold is less volatile you know silver is a bit more speculative why because it's linked more to economic the economic activities and like i said to you especially now that we're looking at electric cars and you know um green energy and all of that and all of that um there's a it, there's going to be an increase in the demand for silver you know it has so many different um, industrial use so they used in mobile phones a lot of electronics use them so the demand for silver itself is quite high and so that makes it a bit more speculative you know so people are anticipating that as the demand for you know electric cars and all of that and all of that is happening people are going to want to buy more silver so it becomes more speculative whereas gold is more like okay you're using it to hold your investment as a hedge against inflation economic downturn wars and all of that and all of that um yeah so that is why you want to invest in gold and silver but that being said um for true investors people that understand the investment of gold and silver they don't just look at 
gold and silver so what they tend to do is they don't just buy okay just gold now if you're if you're buying for the long 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 term maybe it's from part of your pension plan you know or inheritance for your your children and stuff like that so you have no intention of selling off your gold or silver you know so um gold your your portfolio rather in the nearest future then you can go for gold because all you're just buying is you're putting the money away and forgetting about it but if you really really want to get the best return from investing in gold and in silver then you need to be buying gold when it is a better um, um, investment and buying silver when it's a better investment and really taking the taking advantage of the relationship between the two so whether you want to believe it or not there there's, there's an ongoing relationship between silver and gold you know and um so this about this time last year so we're in what june 2020 now um the relationship between gold and silver was one to around about 90. what does that mean that means that one gold coin or one gold bar would buy you 90 coin um, silver coins or 90 silver bars and that relationship has always been there so definitely if somebody at that time sold their one gold bar they would have received 90 around about 90 silver bars for the same amount of money okay now if they held on to it and now they decide to sell yeah their 90 silver bars they're not going to end up with one um, gold bar anymore. What they would end up with at now is probably about one and a half, maybe one three quarter gold bar. I know that doesn't make sense, you know, in the true sense of it, but you could buy one proper bar and then buy um, coins for the three quarter or half value of bar, or you buy a lower level. So instead of buying a 10 kg bar, for example, you could buy one 10 kg, one 5 kg bar, you know, for the price of that same 90 bars that you had a year ago. Okay, so you that started with one gold bar, all of a sudden you're having almost two bars and you haven't done anything else. Now, if you start buying, um, um, you start, you've sold your, your silver bars. And now you're buying your gold bars you're getting more gold bars for the same amount of money and you do the same thing you hold on to it until the relationship between um, the gold and silver changes okay and so now you have say one and a half gold bars that potentially you know when we started was 90 now that one and a half silver bars when you choose to sell it you could now sell that for maybe 200 silver bars okay and then you wait for the appropriate time, you know, and then you sell your 200 um, silver bars for maybe three or even four gold bars. They're worth the same, or you're getting different quantities. You have to understand that in that time, the price of each of those active of those 
um, commodity is going up. So the price of gold is going up, the price of silver is going up. It's not like the price of silver drops to enable you. No, they're both going up. But the rate at which they're going up is different. So the rate at which gold is going up, you know, could be such that it's enabling you to be able to um, um, sell it for to receive more um, silver coins. And the rate at which, because silver is not going up at, at as high a rate as gold is going for, you end up buying more silver coins. So it's got nothing to do with the price, but more the relationship between the two metals. And that is how savvy investors have been able to double, even triple their um, gold and silver portfolio in a very, very short time. And this is, I tell you, is a very well-kept secret. Not many people know about it. If you go and speak to a financial advisor about it, they probably probably do not know. Even when you speak to dealers, I've spoken to a lot of people who do this. Very, very few people know. But that really is the secret of investing in gold and silver that is not well known, that people don't tell you about. And so you say to me, oh, so how do I know when is the best time? And it's simple. Every so often, some people do it on a daily basis, but I don't think daily makes that difference. Maybe weekly or even once a month is enough. So the, the, the relationship between the two metals is not one that drops sharply and increases sharply unless something dramatic happens. But over time, you know, that happens. So um, over the when, when I started looking at this or when I knew about it, I started looking at it, the relationship between... Um, um, gold and silver was about 75 and in three years it went up all the way to 90 and it's come back down past the 75 so it's coming down and typically when it gets to around 45 50 that's when you want to be swapping you understand so you just wait you don't do anything you check you go online you divide the price of silver by the price of gold and whatever the number is you, you're looking as close to 50 as possible, you know, before you start buying gold. And when it goes past 75-ish, maybe 60, 75, and it's heading towards the 90, you just start buying silver and you hold it, you know. And then when it gets to 90, getting close to 100, you sell your silver, you buy gold, you know, and you keep repeating it like that. You know, and of course, these events might not, ha might not happen every year. They might happen once in five years, once in eight years, once in ten years. But if you do that in addition to just buying gold and silver, you find out that you get the highest return, the best return um, for your investment. So you get more value for your investment if you do it that way. And that really is the secret of investing in gold and silver. Okay? Um... So and so you find out that if you're not taking possession of your gold and silver, which we suggest you shouldn't, it's very, very important you know that you don't break that chain of control. You know, so that means that you have a relationship with a dealer or a broker and you have a relationship with where your gold, your commodities is, is being stored to enable you sell and buy you know, your commodities um, as quickly, you know, as quickly as possible, okay? As quickly as possible. So, um, the, really, I, I would say 
that is the core you know this is but this again is not for everybody and i tell you this works for whether you're buying just coins or whether you're buying bars you know even if it's just the one coin that you ever bought you know it works the same way and i think it's only gold and silver where you have that relationship you know with um other um assets you know you you know obviously you can buy property at maybe 30 40 50,000 and then over the years the price increases and then you can then buy you know maybe it's worth about buff of 50 is worth 100 you now take sell it at that 100 and then you now buy a different type of property spread your investment and this is talking about properties and stuff and all of that and all of that but you don't have you can't like say okay um, it's, today it's better to buy flats tomorrow it's better to buy houses you sell houses to buy flats you sell flats to buy houses it doesn't really work like that you know or you're buying shares in these assets in this um, industry or sector and then this sector and then you swap around you don't find that relationship with other assets so typically um, um, commodity is the only one and I tell you that is really the secret that is really the secret of how to invest in commodities and how to make get the maximum return from your community apart from capital um, appreciation. So, um, yeah, so I, I hope that has been useful. If you have any questions or need clarification on anything, just, you know, send me a message, send me an email, and then um, I'll try and answer your questions. Um, about investing in gold and silver. My name is Missy Owete and this is the Money Matters Podcast.